Yo, 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 pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up. It's your boy Low, man. Y'all know how I get down, man. We getting ready to get this thing going, dog. I'm getting ready to get this party started. Um, first off, first, I guess you would say, welcome to the podcast. Yes, man, the world according to Low, where I am your humble and gracious host. It's your boy Low. If you don't know, my name is Aloysius Ballard, and I am a creative director, uh, producer, filmmaker, strategist, consultant, man. I'm just an eclectic uh, gang of things, man. But most of all, I love people. I love seeing people at their best. I love seeing people do their thing, man. And here we are bringing all of that knowledge, all of my experiences, all of some future guest experiences into one place, which is my podcast, man. And I'm happy to have you here. Um, I hope this isn't your last time. And uh, if you can go out and check out some more of the old podcast, as you will see, like, man, I like to try to have a little mixture of everything. I'm still, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm still figuring out the platform, the formula that, that, that engages you guys the best. Um, I study a lot of podcasts. I study a lot of production period, which helps make me great at what I do. Um, I, I guess you would say I'm a functioning glorified nerd, but man, I make it work somehow. Anywho, man, if you don't know, shout out to the Patreon nation, my loyalty crew, man, big ups to y'all. Uh, we started the pod a lot earlier than what you guys are seeing. Man, we in there jamming. They get to see behind the scenes as I'm prepping and, and getting ready for the podcast and productions. And I'm doing a lot more things going ahead in the future where they will have uh, access to productions that I'm producing and that I'm conversations and, and things we're doing um, early on, as well as that's exclusive to my my community that I'm growing and building. So if you want more access to your boy, if you want more insight on your projects and questions that you could have and ask or run by me, Patreon is the place to do that. But we're going to get into this pod today, man, because I have a lot to cover in a little bit of time. Well, some of you, if you follow the pod, you know your boy's been missing, right? I've been out of commission. That's right, man. It's been almost like COVID's been here two years. And guess what? It finally caught up with your boy. No, I wasn't out here being reckless in the streets. Um, I actually caught it from my daughter. Um, our daughter uh, was exposed in class at school and uh, came home, brought it into the house. And really, people don't understand your home is probably the biggest risk you're going to have of catching COVID. Most people don't catch COVID out in public. If you don't also know, I am a, a digital coordinator for a, a major health system um, of hospitals. So I work firsthand creating video content marketing things that help um you know educate the public on you know situations like covid and other uh things that they may uh need to know regarding their health but that's another conversation but i say that to say that i've been producing a lot of content and learning a lot about uh covid and all the different strains and variants and i know it's a touch and go conversation with everybody we're tired of masks we're tired of the next new uh, Greek name that they come up with for this stuff. But guess what, man? 
I caught the Omicron um, variant of COVID. And um, it thank God, because the original uh, COVID-19 um, strand is brutal. It killed a lot of people. Even the Delta strand is a lot um, harder to get out of. Uh, the Omicron is a lighter strain, even though it is still nothing to play with because your boy was down. When I said I was down in the bed, barely able to get up and do anything. Yeah, I'm not playing around with that. It was serious. My daughter was the same way. I uh, had a lot of illness and a lot of symptoms that we went through. And uh, thank God I didn't lose my taste or anything. Um, but it was a lot to overcome. And now that I'm on the uh, other side of two weeks, well, two weeks of having COVID, um, cause like, man, I couldn't talk. I couldn't do, a, I couldn't do a lot of things, man. It was rough, but now I'm back. Uh, my voice is coming back. Um, I'm recovering. My strength is still a little off. I still have a little fog in my mind, um, which is common when you catch COVID. But with me, my brain is a lot of my superpowers. So I'm trying to get back to that version and the best version of myself. But anywho, man, a lot is going on. I want to start by uh, taking a second and um, and acknowledging the fact that um, Sidney Poitier, uh, an incredible um, black actor who has helped our culture as an African-American in America uh, to do a lot. He, he was involved in um, civil rights and a lot of activism helping the black community grow. He was also an Oscar winner, um, did a lot of great body of work in his career as an actor. And he passed away. Um, we've been losing a lot of greats here. Betty White, who was another phenomenal person and human that also did a lot for the culture and just people in general. If you don't know, Betty White was uh primarily known for her role on the Golden Girls. She was uh, almost set to be 100. Uh, I mean, she literally passed away right before her uh, birthday. But, you know, we're seeing a time now where you live old enough to see a lot of people um, pass on and transition to the next life. And uh, yeah, man, so we salute them. Um, in honor of Joe Budden, I should be playing outstanding right here because of the respect that we have. They were and are outstanding people. But for the sake of the you know podcast today, I'm moving forward and getting going. Um, one of the things I was excited about um, while I, I watched a lot of TV um, while down with COVID. And one of the things I was really excited about was Joel Cohen's um, release on Apple TV about Macbeth, his version of Macbeth, starring another incredible actor, Mr. Denzel Washington. Now, I salute Denzel, but the entire cast was fire. And when I say fire, I mean, them jokers was fire, bro. Like, um, the acting from, if you don't know, Macbeth is a Shakespearean play, um, the tragedy of Macbeth, where he um, is told uh, by, you know, some witches that he is going to be king and that, you know, he's going to come upon all this great fortune 
and be, you know, a ruler and he's going to have all these things laid, you know, no man born of a woman um, will be able to kill him. Right. So he has all this ambition. His wife's ambition takes the prophecy and she really just puts a plan in place where, man, it gets it gets crazy. But through their ambitious ways and their desire to see the prophecy come to pass, they do some very heinous things that comes to be their demise. And it's a great story. It's a great insight to how we as humans, when we can understand that there's a possibility of us having an opportunity to seize a moment, sometimes we unearth things within us that we did not know we were capable of or we hadn't considered mainly because the opportunity to secede hadn't presented itself. So Joe Cohen, Cohen, I'm sorry, um, uses beautiful lighting and cinematography. The, the staging of it wasn't like super overimposed with, with CGI and all these things. Like they just use great act. Like the acting was at the forefront. And I mean, it was just like one of those scenarios where you just didn't know, um, you know, what else they could do to improve a movie like this. And, you know, it's it's real like Shakespearean like uh, vernacular. So like it's not, you know, they didn't do, you know, like uh, a couple years back, like Leonardo DiCaprio um, they redid Romeo and Juliet and like updated it and took away from a lot of the, uh, like the, the nature of what the play was meant to be. Joel Coyne didn't do this. The other thing that was very, um, exciting about this play about this movie was that Joel Cohen is actually married to, um, I think her name is McDormand, um, who was also a lead in the play in the movie and they're married. So you had a director who was married to an actor in the play, in the movie. And like, it was beautifully done. So they both did this thing together and it was just great, man. Like you talking about geniuses in the acting world. Like people don't know Denzel has been doing Shakespearean stuff since he was 20. So when you look at all these things, you look at all the things that's gone into motion with this, like it was great. And I thought it was a great time to do such a thing because the you had the recent passing of City Poitier, who was also very known for his true acting ability. And the next Sydney-esque Poitier guy was is Denzel Washington. So I love seeing actors progress where they come full circle and they get to really show us the, the art of who they are and what they they're capable of doing. Now, if you don't know, um, we don't really do the gossip on the pod, but you know, in, in this, in the scenario of storytelling, I recently, uh, I don't know if you know, Kanye and, or yay, and Kim Kardashian are officially getting, um, you know, they're moving on, they're separating um, after having a, a, a long marriage. 
And, um, you know, there's a lot of things that are being shared that honestly, I don't think we need as to know as public in regards to relationships. A lot of times people feel like the public need to be all in your business. I don't feel like we need to be in everybody's business, but we can't unknow what you share. Right. But I say that to say this because I came across a conversation that was very, very sweet to me. And I hate that. I really, if you want to know, um, since you're listening, I don't want to see them get a divorce. I would like to see them stay together. I would like to see them work it out because I think they, they are a great couple. I think they, and when I say great, I'm not talking about that stuff. We consider perfection and all that. I think they just do, a, they, they, they mesh very well. Uh, I think his desire for fashion and, and that industry and all of the stuff that he does creatively, um, he was he was her creative director for Skims, her three almost four billion dollar business now. Um, so they just they just had good chemistry. I like people who I like to see people who can work together. I love working with my wife. Like it's great. Like when you can when couples can be together, work together and build things that v add value to other people's lives. I like that. I like seeing that. Anywho. Um, so Kim was sharing in an interview about how she became a stockholder in Yeezy. And she was sharing about how someone who was a was like creating a knockoff version of Kanye's um, clothing line Yeezy, um, and they approached her to post like the clothes and the outfit on her social media for a million dollars. Here's a quick commercial break. Patrol grooming always helps me look my best. There is no better feeling than my wife walking up to me and telling me that my beard looks and smells amazing. And if you know me, then you know that I love giving back to my community. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go visit patrolgrooming.com. That's right, patrolgrooming.com. And I want you to look around, shop, do whatever you need to do, get all the items you need. But when you get to the end, when you get ready to check out, I want you to use my code, loyaltycrew. That's right, loyalty crew, uh, because loyalty in this community always will reward you. That's right. So guess what? Go to patrolgrooming.com, use my code loyalty crew, and tell me, hey, listen, this is the best part. I want you to tell me how incredible you love this product. It smells amazing. The ingredients are all there that you can see what you're putting on your face. And I'm telling you, like I don't fool with a lot of facial products or hair products, but man, do I love patrol grooming. That's right. So go visit today, patrolgrooming.com and use that code loyalty crew for a discounted price off. I don't really know how many posts it was. I think it might've been like maybe one or two posts that she would put up. Um, but the power of her platform is to that degree where one post from her can literally change your narrative and your bottom line of how you're doing business. So she, she said, hold on, I got to ask Kanye because I don't want to do anything to my husband that would upset him in regards of what he's trying to do with his brand. This is, you guys are clearly, you know, knocking 
making knockoffs of his stuff to make money. So me doing this will insinuate that these are, you know, comparison to my husband's clothes. Um, so she goes and she brings it to Kanye. Kanye asks her not to do it and pays her. And I think this was around the time that it was either Mother's Day or I think she said like Valentine's Day. Um, and because of that, um, she doesn't do it. And in return for her ability and her willingness to run it by him to talk and consider his feelings, Kanye gifts her a million dollars. But within that million dollars underneath in an envelope was a contract stating that he also made her a part owner in Yeezy. Now, some of you may not understand the significance of this. The million dollars was for the gesture because she did leave a million dollars on the table that she could have easily made, right? It would have cost her nothing. Take a couple pictures, post them. You, you just made a million dollars that easy. So the million dollars was in, in lieu of her giving up and sacrificing that kind of money, right? And Yeezys are doing well. So Kanye had the million um, to give. So that was one thing. But what made her really know that he cared about her was that he wanted her to have some kind of um, invested interest in what the success of Yeezys were doing. So how do you do that? You give her a seat at the table. And I love that because... You know, even in our lives, man, I tell people all the time, don't just go to people empty handed. If you want somebody that, you know, can help change your life, don't go with them empty handed. Don't go to them not asking them um, or not offering them something of value. Now, you may not be a, you may not have a million dollars to give, but you have you can still come with something of value to from you. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's just good business. That's just good um, relationship building because people know you come to me for a reason. If you know and if I'm a person that you're considering talking to about a certain subject or a certain partnership, that means, you know, I have something that can contribute, uh, which will lead to something successful. And I think we got to get into the, the avenue and the habit of doing more of that. So Kanye goes and he does this and he makes her, uh, uh invested. Now Yeezy, um, has made Kanye a billionaire. I think Kanye is right now, um, like 10 worth 10 billion dollars um which has has changed tremendously from the years uh prior i would say five years ago he wasn't this is not the conversation he was having and that's how quick your life can change and i say that to say this because one of kanye's biggest things that he was struggling with and if you some of you probably don't follow. So I try to narrate the nature of this. So Kanye um, had an interview on with Sway in the morning, who is a DJ host um, type 
he's a talent, right? Personality. And he was venting. He was very frustrated about not being able to break into the fashion industry. He wanted to be accepted as someone who was seen as a fashion designer. Um, he wanted his own brand, his own line, all of the high couture type stuff. And he was just saying, like, I don't have the factories. I don't have, um, you know, the connects and people aren't giving me a shot to break into the, the fashion industry. I want to work with, you know, Chanel. I want to work with Gucci. I want to work with all these people. And to make it even worse, his protege. Uh, who has recently passed shout out rest in heaven to Virgil um, Virgil was uh, selected to work the job that Kanye really wanted to work with these fashion houses over in Paris and France and he was brought in and he's done some amazing things he even started his version of his company off-white which was very um, high end and a lot of people wanted to wear his stuff. So it was it was really like a slight in the face for Kanye. Right. But as Kanye goes along, we're understanding that, you know, a lot of the scenarios that he was venting about were things that he thought were caps for him. I'm going somewhere. Stay with your boy. Fool with me, if you will. OK, so. These caps were artificially built in his mind. He thought that he couldn't become the full version of what he wanted to be because he thought people had capped him, so to speak, his capacity. He thought people had put a capacity on him to just be a rapper, to just be an artist, to just be, you know, the guy that can, you know, design certain things, but couldn't do all of it. And because of that, Kanye became stagnated for a season. Now, this is like five years ago. Now, remember what I said. Five years ago, he wasn't a billionaire. He wasn't even like high millionaire. Like, you didn't hear him in the conversation. You heard Jay-Z. You heard Drake. You heard these guys in there when it came to money made. But you never really heard Kanye in the conversation. And... Today, I want to end before, as we wrapping up the pot. I want to end today because we are, if you don't know, this year I've themed this, um, you know, where we're focusing on ourselves and becoming the best versions of ourselves to succeed. And I want to see you be your best. If there's goals you have, if there's things you want to do with your life, I want to see you hit those goals. And I'm talking about myself included. So when we're looking at this, I want you to know that the number one, another step that we got to take and for you to be renewed is to know that you have to remove the caps from your capacity by understanding that these are artificial things. These are fake barriers that we put up to hold ourselves at one point or another. Now, we're going to focus on this come in the next pod a little deeper. But right now I want you to know that you got to number like you really have to discover the fact that you got to develop the, the potential you already have. Now, this is what I'm saying. Kanye is a great example because if you look at what he has done in a five year span, 
he started to develop who he was and the potential that he had within. Now, we already knew what that was musically, but his ambitions, his endeavors no longer was just about music. They were about fashion and he shifted. And some of you are in that same boat. You do some, everybody knows you for one thing, but you're like, man, that's not all I am. I want to be able to cook. I want to write books. I want to develop content that can teach people how to do certain skill sets. I may just want to help moms or other people develop X, Y, and Z, right? You can do that. But whatever excuses you're giving yourself, you have to remove those first. But then you also have to develop the potential that you have within. Now, a lot of times I speak to a lot of creatives who come to me about concepts, ideas, things that they want to do. And then it's like they get confused because they run into um, a little, you know, snare or a situation that isn't just rightfully solved for them. And I have to tell them, like, talk it out. What is really stopping you? Oh, well, the client didn't call back. Okay, well, did you stop by? No, I hadn't stopped by. So you hadn't exhausted every possibility. You know, did you go ahead and get everything else in line that you would need to do to create some marketing for them or to shoot a commercial for them? Or have you even tasted their product? Have you experienced it? You could document that and use it as a mock commercial. Like there's things you can always do to, to push yourself forward. If you're sitting around waiting for somebody to give you the, 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 the play to go into success, man, you're going to be waiting forever. Sometimes we got to take incentives. We got to take the initiative to do whatever it is that we need done to move to the next step and to keep climbing that mountain of success that we want to see. And I love that because, you know, there are some caps you can't remove. There are some you can't. And like I said, we're going to get more into this in the next podcast, but I want to leave you with this. You can't, you can't determine where you were born and what family you were born into. Those are some caps you can't remove, right? Like I'm a black man. It doesn't matter what I want to do or say, there's nothing I can do to change the fact that I was born a black man. I'm sorry. I don't care how much I scream, cry or whatever else I, I, I could do. That's a cap I cannot change. My parents were living in the South when I was born and I couldn't change that. I, I had no control over that. I would have loved to live in Miss in like New York City. Like who who wouldn't want to be in like LA or you know grow up in a place <clears throat> that has <clears throat> excuse me, a, a place that has a lot more opportunity. You know, Nashville, 
you know, uh, I mean, Austin, Texas. I mean, there's a lot. Charlotte. There's a lot of places you could live. Chicago. That could have been a little more uh, rewarding for someone with my creativity and skill set. But I had no control over that. But nevertheless, that barrier is not something that keeps me from succeeding in the way that I want to succeed. So I want you to think about like, what are some things you're doing that, that you feel are hindering you, but they're only hindering you because you're allowing them to exhaust all possibilities, man, exhaust every measure that you can to do and become the version of yourself that you want to become. I started literally with a bottle of Windex and a cleaning cloth. I had no money for my production company. No, I didn't have enough credit to where banks wanted to give me startup funds to, to build my company. I didn't have resources like a lot of my friends who fathers own were millionaires or were significantly wealthy and could give them $20,000 to go out and start their idea and concept and fail. And it was still okay. There was none of that for me. I had to get it out of the mud. That's where I come from. Scraping to get by doing whatever it took to, to get the next step, driving hours to volunteer at events so that I could get a chance to network and make the most of that moment. That's how I crawled in and developed and, and fought for everything that I have today. So when I hear people complaining about it not being easy, like you'll find no sympathy with me for that. Like I get it. You want something that's rewarding, but you don't want to pay for it. Like, come on, man. What are we talking about? We got to be at a point where we're willing to do the work that it takes to reap the reward. Are you ready for that? And then you got to ask yourself, how bad do I really want it? Man, what a time. Like the rap guy says, what a time to be alive. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm, I'm rooting for you. Like go listen to the, the, the podcast of this season, man. Like we're really about the work. I hope you're keeping to your goals. I hope you're sticking with it, man. Like I told y'all I'm revamping my mind. I don't care if it's five of y'all that listen, 20 of y'all, 500,000, it's all the same to me. I want to see everybody under the sound of my voice win and go get it, man. This is what we're here for. You can be the version of yourself. You can have that house. You can drive that car. You can have that business. You can be that person you want to be. You don't have to be a jerk all the time. I don't care what you was like in high school. Change. You don't have to remain the same. Every breath you take is another opportunity for you to grow and become better. And that's what we're going to end the pod today, man. 
Um, shout out to once again Gen Direct for bumping the playlist uh, songs you need to discover, um, which is available on all platforms. Gen J E N G E N. I'm sorry. Uh, um, slash Direct and look up his playlist songs you need to discover. He also has a playlist songs to go to bed to, which is very, 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 very dope and relaxing, man. It's an amazing time. Um, what else, man? Um, uh, trying to think. Uh, we will be, I'm trying to work out, seeing about how I will start doing some Patreon, um, not just non-exclusive, um live streams of episodes so if y'all got some topics that you would like me to discover or to discuss or talk about or if you want some insight into like the creative marketing field let me know man hit me up on any of my social media platforms it's not hard to find me aloysius ballard or you can look up the world according to low and you'll discover like the podcast platforms as well um, I appreciate y'all pulling up, man. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you had a great day. And I know I want you to know that your life matters, whether you realize it or not, it really does. And until next time, man, I'm going to see you in the next one. Peace.